Rejoice, Bachelor Nation. Bachelor Party is the podcast for you. Juliet Lippman is here to break down every detail and piece of drama from the latest episode of a Bachelor franchise. Joined by fellow superfans, members of Bachelor Nation, and Ringer colleagues, this is the one-stop shop for all your Bachelor needs. Check out Bachelor Party on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Pure Leaf Ice Tea. Go beyond reality with new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea and discover a berry delicious world bursting with unexpected blackberry flavor. A world so full of refreshing blackberry iced tea that you may never want to leave. But there's always time to linger. Try new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. Visit amazon.com slash pureleaf and enter 20 Pure Leaf for 20% off your purchase of new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. TV podcast. We're going to talk about five reality shows. I'm Julia Littman. I'm here with Callie Curry. Hi, Callie. Hi. We have a lot to get through. There's so much reality TV on. Here's what we're going to hit. We're going to hit The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. We're going to hit Love Island UK. We're going to talk about The Challenge. We're going to talk about um, Sweet Life Los Angeles, new show on HBO Max from Easter A. But we're going to start with another HBO Max show, F Boy Island, which I really like. And I think you less so. And I'm really excited to find out why. Because I I was like, oh, you're going to love it. I was really surprised. What, like, what, have you finished it? That's my first question. No, I have not finished it. So the end of the last episode intrigued me the most. Like it was what the happened? best. Um, when they voted off three nice guys and Matt, I think his name is, was like, by the way, spoiler alert, I guess. I don't know. Uh, whatever. Uh, yeah, okay. sure. Um, Matt. Um, they asked him like, if you know dirt, tell us what the dirt is. And he like went off on Garrett. I think his name's Garrett. Garrett I don't really yeah. like him. Yeah. I didn't really like him. So I was like happy about that. And then he also said someone else had a girlfriend. Um, but that whole like CJ saving Chris and whatever, it was all great. Um, so I think, and I maybe, maybe cause you know, it takes a while to like get to know the people, like sure. the fact that I know names now, like. You're more it's into a big it. step forward. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm only at the end of episode three. So I'm not ruling it out, but I was so excited for F Boy. So I feel like three episodes in, and it's only it's eight, eight. Uh, eight or nine. It's eight. It's eight. Eight. Yeah. For it to be only eight episodes, and I'm at episode three, and I'm still like, eh, doesn't make me feel good. It, I think it takes off a lot from there. But I feel like part of the excitement is F Boy Island is such a good name. Like, just like name alone, who doesn't want to watch that? And then they actually like sent me all this promotional stuff. So I got like a bottle of wine that has like F Boy Island logo on it and like a cooler and all these stickers that I, I'm like, well, I don't have a use for stickers, but sure. cool. <laughs> but anyway, like I understand why they merchandised it so heavily because it is such a good name. 
Yeah, it's a great name. And so I expected a great show. And I <laughs> think I think on a scale of one to 10, I'm at like a six right now. Wow. So the, the setup is it's three women and they have all these guys and they have to figure out if it's an F boy or a nice guy. But the guys are the ones who describe themselves as F boys versus nice guys, which is like, how can you possibly believe them? First of all, like, what is your definition of an F boy? I have no problem with a single guy sleeping. I've said this on like 20 podcasts, but (laughs) I have no problem with a single guy sleeping around. You're single, do what you want to do. Like whatever. As long as you're honest about it. Yeah. I think that the F boy comes in when you're talking, when you're lying, you're talking to multiple girls, you're like selling a dream type thing. That's an F boy to me. Like someone who makes it seem like they're going to date you, but actually is not. Or actually dates you and is also actually dating seven other people. Right. (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty fucked up. But I just feel like for these nice guys to describe themselves as nice guys, I'm like, well, what do they think that means? Like they only date one woman at a time or like they really love their moms. Like like I needed a definition. I will say up top, I would have liked a definition of F boy versus nice guy. And like, how much was this fact checked? That's what I would like to know. I would like to know like who else was involved in the like vetting process of F boy to nice guy. Sure. Um, I also think it seems like F boy Island is like, pretty diverse. Yes. Which I like about that show. I I love that about the show. Obviously it kind of, I think the, the guys seem like pretty reflective of the world minus them all having six packs, but like, like, and uh, also like not really having not many of them, not really having jobs, but that's okay. Yeah. But (laughs) I think like ethnicity, race, whatever, wise, they seem diverse. But because of that, I'm also like F boy means something different to all of these people. Like, Especially like the guys that like aren't even from American. America. Yeah. I'm like, they don't like, I don't know what F boy means where like it could mean something completely different. So like when you're yeah, like, one what's, guy, the, what's the phrase for F boy in, in France? Is it just like slut in French? I, I'm like, no idea. No idea. I would like to know actually. Um, <laughs> feel free to DM me with what F boy means in your country. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But the one guy that got eliminated clearly was not American. Charlie, he I was, think was his name. Charlie, yeah. And he was like, I am a nice guy. And then you watched his tapes and I was like, I mean, <laughs> you clearly aren't. But then he was saying that like he thought like he de- dealt with his mother passing with it, which also I'm like, I don't know if this is part of you being an F boy like you, which I hope not. That's really dark. Um, but <laughs> Like, I'm just like, I don't know what it meant to him. So to, for him to feel that strongly about it, I'm like, is that fair? We don't know what, I don't The metric scale of like F boy to nice guy seems like all over the place. Definitely. Also the difference between an F boy and an asshole. I feel like that needs to be interrogated a little bit. Cause like Garrett is just an asshole. Whereas like someone like he's both, well, he's probably is both, but I feel like he's like deep. Like he's like vicious. Like, I feel like he's like, tr- like, trying to like play girls. Whereas like someone like Nelson on the challenge, which we'll come back to, who's just like hooking an up F-boy. with Ashley and, and yeah. Berna. He's just an F boy. He's, and he's not trying to like be a dick. He's just trying to like do his thing. And maybe he is being a dick as a result. But I feel like Garrett's like, I'm going to screw over a bunch of women by like, you know, dating many one time and not telling them and like saying really mean things about them. I think that's another part of being an asshole. That's not part of being an F boy is like saying horrible things about women. Yeah. Also, a real F boy 
would probably identify himself as a nice guy. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. So, He's like, I'm a good guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's for so, sure I mean, true. Like, like some effort boys are like sociopaths and like don't know. Like, I don't know. So that's the only thing where I'm just like, eh. There might be zero nice guys on this island. I, I was surprised there wasn't more fighting among the guys for the different women. Like, it seems like from the immediate, like from the jump, the guys like pick one woman they're interested in and they don't like go back and forth. But I think it's kind of weird. And if I were a producer of the show, I would try to get a little bit more conflict between between the women and like the men having to like decide who they're into. That would be a real F-boy thing to do, by the way. Yeah. But I mean, they're smart F boys and they're trying to win money. So they're going to yeah. pick one horse and ride it to the finish. I thought you were going to say, it's not what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> I you were say I also, else. I think that it is weird that like one girl could eliminate a guy that another girl, like, I don't like the elimination process. So what, like, what would you do differently? I don't know how to make it work with three girls sharing. Like they should have their own pool of men. That's the, yeah, exactly. That's the problem. By sharing yeah. one pool, like, it ultimately became three separate pools, essentially. Yeah, because, eventually. Yeah, yeah, because they don't, because they don't like cross over. But I, I agree with you. Like, it's weird to me that the women just like get to unilaterally get rid of someone because they, you know, they. It's not only them. It's not only the one woman that the guys are there for, which doesn't completely make sense. But I guess it kind of just like worked out that way. I guess strategically, to your point, if they're trying to win money or a relationship, they don't want to like be playing the women against each other. But yeah, that. Right. That didn't work. But what I did like about it was like, first of all, I think Nikki Glazer is really funny. Um, I really, really enjoyed her. Oh, yeah. I thought about that while I was watching it because she you really just, like, liked her. Actually, that I like her? Yeah. I <laughs> oh. was thinking like while watching it, I was like, I know Juliet really likes her. She's fine. I mean, I think she did what she could with the situation, but, uh, you know, I wasn't overwhelmed like I was with David Spade. <laughs> yeah. Like, I really, really liked David Spade. <laughs> She's blazing a new trail, you know? She, I feel like this is a brand new show. David Spade had, like, some conception of what to go off of. Nikki yeah. Glazer starting fresh. Did you see any of her, like, therapy sessions with the guys yet? You mm, might not have. No. I'm not sure they started yet. But on in, in, like, later episodes, she goes to Limbro, where the fuck boys are when they're, after they've been voted off. And she does, like, funny, she does, like, funny, like, therapy sessions with them. I don't know. I enjoyed it. Uh, that's the other part of the show I'm not really understanding. It's like why they keep the guys around. And like, is that really where they're living? No, it's not. So yeah. Limbro is like a sand pit. It's like a hut on the sand. I don't really know. But they just go there during, they have to like go there during the day. And then at night they're like, they live somewhere, they sleep somewhere. That's just like a hotel room. Whereas the nice guys get like, I guess they call it the nice guy grotto. But I do like keeping the, them around. Yeah, I was wondering. I'm like, I wonder what they signed off on. Well, here's some positives. Here's some ways it improves <laughs> on The Bachelor, in my opinion. One, I've always wanted to see the, the guys or the women after they're voted off, like what it's like between them. Like I, I kind of like, I always want to see more of the friendships and like who likes who and like how are people received. So I do like that. I feel like they could take that even further. So that's fun. And then for ages I've been advocating for the lead to be able to like Google the contestants after night one to like look at their social media and like see what's up. And so I like that too. Like, I feel like it's just like, it's a little bit more current than some of yeah. like, the ridiculous fantasy of the bachelor. Yeah. And more realistic. Yeah. There's like some, some actual like dating aspect to it. Yeah. I am. I, I'm not mad at it. I just was expecting like, 
to be obsessed with it and I'm not, but maybe I'll get more into it. So you might, I mean, maybe you won't, but also I do feel like if you're really into Love Island, which we also will come back to in a second, I have now that I've watched a few episodes, I can understand why like a lot of other shows are just a letdown because the tone of Love Island is so absurd. I think it's actually impossible for an American show to capture that. The only thing that I think was able to do it like way back when was Jersey Shore. You were just like, what the hell am I watching? This is amazing. I feel like Love Island is similar for us Americans. I also obviously the UK love it too. Bachelor had had a bit of Love Island. Because mm, it was so absurd. Yeah. I, they should bring back Bachelor Pad. I guess they can't <laughs> this day and age. It's like yeah, too problematic. Probably, probably not. <laughs> but it was great. There's a lot of shows that I think that about, though. I'm like, could they do this? Oh, you know what? Flavor of Love had mm. some, had that. Mm, that, that feeling. I'm missing. Yeah. 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 There's just some shows that are so outrageous when you first watch them. You're just like, what the hell is this? And then you can't stop. And Love Island definitely, definitely has that. Should we just talk about Love Island now? It's a good segue. Yeah, let's do it. I watched the first two episodes of UK, and I honestly don't know why I didn't watch sooner. I love British culture. I love British movies and TV shows. And this is just like British culture on drugs. It's like on steroids. It's completely insane. It's so absurd. The fact that like real people go on this is wild. And I had a great time. Obviously, I have to watch more. I mean, just been kind of busy watching all this other crap. But like, I really, um, I, I feel like I, I finally understand. I feel like I like, I'm like speaking a new language. Yeah. Um, also, I feel like, I don't even know what to compare it to in the US because I think that getting on Love Island in the UK is like an amazing thing. Mm. Like it makes you famous? Well, yeah, but there's a lot of shows that make you famous in the US. But like, I feel like, UK is like top of the, or Love Island is like top the top in the UK. Like these people seem fucking thrilled to be there. Yeah. Well, their entire country is watching them. Like that's the other crazy thing (laughs) about Love Island UK is it's so popular. Like in the UK, they love that show. That and the Great British Bake Off, like the two most popular things. It's wild. I, yeah, I think you're probably lame if you don't watch Love Island UK. Well, it's like, like, what do you talk to people about? I mean, I, it seems like it's something that literally everybody watches in the UK. Yeah. Yeah. And actually beyond like Europe. Yeah. It's really popular. Appar- yeah. Apparently, it was um, the, the, like the, the highest rated launch ever was 3.3 million people in the UK, but, and, and like this year was not as good. But, I, I think it's because of the Euros were happening at the same time, which is just all you need to know about the UK. Soccer and Love Island, that's all they care about. <laughs> yeah, also, I think people are also like a little just, obviously not you or I, but some people are burnt out on reality television because of the past year. Sure, they've watched so much of it. People want to go outside right now. Yeah, sure. But then they have, I mean, yeah, stay, stay home and watch Love Island. It's yeah. still really popular though, to your point, people like being happy to be on it. Yeah. Um, also, I just feel like they make Mallorca seem like a like somewhere completely in like a different land. Like I think of like Mallorca as being like really luxurious, and I do not feel like they make this look luxurious at all. Luxurious, no. It seems like a reality television show set. It's very yeah. real, real world esque. Yes, it reminds me of Real World Hollywood. Actually, did you watch that season? Probably not. It was a while ago. Uh, I probably did. I loved Real World, but I like. Yeah, I'm right. one of those people that can't. Like my brothers will say lines from movies and they're like, mm. what's that from? And I'm like, I don't know. Why do you know? 
Why do you know these lines at the top of your head? And I could see a movie a million times. I'm just not going to get it. Um, but this season of Love Island UK, and you'll, you may not have met everyone. I'm so excited to like hear more of your thoughts. Um, but my favorite people are Lib and Jake, even though I not, I think Jake's playing the game a little bit. I absolutely love Teddy. Like Mm. he's moving into my top five all time. Love Island boys. Um, and they've had some great guys. So that's like saying a lot. It feels like the people on the show are really happy, which is not common for, or at least the men is not common on reality <laughs> TV. It's not like where you find happy people, but I do feel like these, these people, maybe it's just, it's the beginning of the show. So they're acting like this. They seem so like smiley and like excited to be there. Like you're saying that they're just like in great moods. No, I think that they're in good moods. A lot of the time they get in arguments and stuff like that, but they handle things pretty. I mean, oh God, they're just Love Island UK <laughs> personalities are just so good. I feel like the men are much more attractive than the women. Right now. Yes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. Hmm, at least this season from what I can tell. I don't like the makeup style of a lot of the women. So that's part of it too. Oh my gosh. It's very over the top. Yeah. I think that in general... It's easier for a guy to be attractive seven days a week. Yes, because they don't do as much to begin with. Yeah. Like, so, like what, what we expect from a guy is like, yeah. is like so much less than a woman in many ways. Yeah. Also, like a girl could have like one hairstyle and be really cute and then get on the show and then like change it up on the show and you're like, good God. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the amount of makeup they wear is crazy, but I get it. The whole country's watching. There's cameras everywhere. <laughs> whatever. You're looking but, for love, you know? You got to go as far as you can. Yeah. Also, they don't generally talk about plastic surgery on UK. And this season, they have. Mm. Uh, and this season, I feel like... What do they say? 90% of the women have some sort of plastic surgery this season. And in general, there's a way, 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 way more plastic surgery on UK than like normal... That's interesting. U.S. reality shows. Except for the Real Housewives. They all yes. got a lot of work done. Yeah. It's like different work. Well, it's also they're older, right? Like, I feel like these are young women who exactly. get a lot of work done. Housewives get get work done to look younger. By the way, some of their work is impeccable. Um, <laughs> this is just like, I'm 23 and I got lip filler, regular filler everywhere in my face, boob job. Maybe my ass done. Maybe some lipo. <laughs> I just feel like at 23, that's a lot. But it you is. Know, what, it's, it's sad because your body like it's, isn't done yet, and you're like already altering it. That's yeah, why but I, hate I don't Kylie know Jenner. what the standards are. It's different for sure. Yeah, so I think it's different there. It seems way more accepted there to get work done. Um, at least like the girls' reaction to like one of the guys said he likes natural girls, and that like some of the girls were fake. And that fucking they got really mad right? in yeah. the villa. Yeah. I believe I saw that. I'm not sure how, but I saw that. Maybe that was in the first episode. It's it's in the early episodes. I don't think the first, but maybe like first. Yeah, it's in the early episode. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so and, and and in America, I feel like they just like don't talk about it at all. It's like a weird thing. It's also just seems like the the for the couples, like when they like walk off together, they like seem like they're taking it really seriously, like right away. <laughs> I really enjoy it. I do think that 
I think that majority of the people go on the show because of how popular it is. Like, obviously, I think majority of them go on the show to get famous. Mm-hmm. I do think that you make more money when you stay in your couple. So mm-hmm. I do think that there's like a little bit of a element of people like actually wanting to be in a relationship. Do they get the paid per episode? Like the longer they stay, do they get paid? I have no idea, but I would, if I had to guess, I'd say no. On the challenge that that's different rates for each person, but like the longer you stay, the more you get. Yeah, but the challenge is characters you already know. You know what I sure. mean? So you yeah, like sure. have to get them back. Love Island's like random people. Yeah, we're just, just happy to be here. Also, so young. They're like, they're like all like 20, 21 to 26, basically. Yeah, I think like Teddy's like 29 or something like that. Faye is older because she always says she's going to Cougarville. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> They are, they are younger, um, which I think it has to be a little bit younger. Cause you ha- like, that's how you get like the absurdity of it. Sure. Cause like, I would probably do things at 22 that I would not now. For sure. By the yeah. way, phase 26, she's hardly old. Mm. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's completely true. Like to really also to, to be available to do this. I feel like you need to have like a less established career or whatever. You're like, yeah, sure. I'll just go. I'm 22. Got nothing else going on. Why not? I mean, they've had like doctors on the show. Okay. I'm such, I'm they've so had doctors. Biased. They had uh, a woman who like deactivated bombs. I don't mm. know what that's called. Bomb deactivator. Um, um, like a bomb squad person, like from like yeah. the SWAT team. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And she was a pretty serious person. Like it was very, watching her on the show was like, what are you doing here? She ended up finding someone. I think they're still together and it's been like three or four years now. Wow. Okay. That's great. They have kids. <gasps> oh my goodness. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I do like when they actually find love. It's kind of fun, but I, it also makes sense to me why, because it's like they come on with the same expectation of like getting famous and perhaps finding love. So if you're both looking for that, you know, it's, it, it works out. Yeah. I also think there is a money element to Love Island UK, but for some reason, I don't think that they are, they don't care. It doesn't <laughs> seem like the prize money is what they're looking for. I think it's fame. Sure. Yeah, sure. I mean, it makes sense. I, I feel like when you watch Love Island, you're like, okay, F Boy Island was trying to capture some of this and they didn't quite do it. Cause like it's very clear, it's sort of the same kind of like off concepts, tr- yeah. Tropical place and like these people testing each other out. I mean, you know, The Bachelor is still the OG of all this stuff, but like there's just such an absurdism to Love Island that I really enjoyed. And I think I understand why Americans particularly like it. I feel like Americans and, and Britons must watch it really differently. Also, the narrator of UK is like, he has to be getting paid good money. <laughs> He's awesome. He's funny. Yeah. His name is Ian. I enjoyed him. <laughs> He's definitely like in on the joke. He's half the reason why I liked watching it to begin with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that he's in on it. So he's sort of like, he's like a good narrator for that reason. And I think he's a big reason why UK is so much better than US. Sure. Do you watch with subtitles on? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you gotta, right? Yeah. Otherwise, no chance. Especially people like London accents aren't that bad, but like you go anywhere near Scotland and I'm like, what? (laughs) I know. Also, um, sometimes like an Essex accent really hard. Um, yeah. Very, very tricky. There's a few and sometimes the way they hold their mouths, it's like hard to lip read. (laughs) So we do captions at our house, but their accents, their lingo, all of it like makes the show. Um, I was like, I just saw some random person's Instagram bio this, this 
week, today, who knows what is time. And it was like, crack on. And I was like, oh, that's from Love Island. Now I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're going to get, uh, can't, I cannot wait for you to be at least like episode 27. Okay. Well, I'll report back. Um, I just want to note there is a Love Island, F-Boy Island um, crossover, which is Garrett, who you mentioned, who's like the asshole on F-Boy Island. Apparently he dated Lauren Coogan from season two oh. of Love Island. And that, and Lauren also, this is a good transition, not to toot my own horn. Lauren (laughs) was on the challenge, but no one saw her because they edited her out and she was replaced this week by Amber B. But that's who Garrett dated. Oh, why was she edited out? Um, I read that she said something um, racist directed at Anissa. So they got rid of her. Mm. They should have showed it. They should have showed and like have been like that you can't do that here you can't say that or whatever they should, I, I don't like when they just try to like erase this stuff i think what's, what's happening on real house with of new york with ramona like showing her to be a bad person <laughs> is much more effective um there's been a few shows that have had to do that and i feel like it's hurt the show yeah so, like they did it with d on the challenge where they completely uh, edited yeah, her out last summer. i think also the challenge has had like the past like two years, they've had too many incidences where they're just like, we, I don't know how much more of a leash we're going to get here. So like, we're not, we're not going to share that. I know, but like, it would just be better. I mean, to your point about FBoy Island, the challenge is also really diverse, right? Especially now because mm-hmm. it's like inter- international. And like one of the best things about it is that the diversity isn't a talking point. It's just like, it just is there. like, yeah. it, and it always has been I like, to be honest, when last season when I was watching Cam, I was just like, I cannot imagine her being on a show like The Bachelor. They would not be able to tolerate how like great and and like just like commanding she is. And I was just thinking about that and like how that's like a huge part of why the challenge is so great. And I just feel like that would make it it would be even better if they showed some of some of the conversations. I don't know. Like The Bachelor needs to have weak women and the challenge like thrives when they have strong women. One thing that I do appreciate about the challenge and the real world, which technically is like the first reality television show, Mm -hmm. right? I don't remember it ever not being diverse. Yeah. I mean, that was part of the show was like people from different walks of life and different races living together. And that's like why Julie and Kevin had that huge fight in season one. Like it was, it was always that way. Yeah. I just think that they, it seems like the least forced diversity on a reality television show. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. And also like the Nani and Casey thing is amazing. I'm just like, we watched Nani <laughs> be treated terribly by so many dicks and I'm so happy for her. She's found love with Casey. She's yeah. evolved so much. It's wild. It's great. I will say Casey comes across as an F girl. I totally agree. Yes. She should be on. They're going to do F Girl Island. She is. I think she's like really cute. She has swag. She knows that she has it. Good athlete. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm hoping that she actually does treat Nani well. Well, her ex-girlfriend's been all over Twitter saying yeah, that like, which, I mean, cheated on her or whatever. It's too she's much. Like, take, it off, take it offline. Also, they've been <laughs> broken up at this point. So I'm like, you and apparently both ha- are in new relationships. Yeah. It sucks for her her new person. Yeah. If I were her new person, I'd be like, are we over it? Or you want to go back or what? I know it's it's a Katie situation. Like if you're so upset about Greg, what are you doing here with me? Yeah. But Nani and Casey is just, it's, it's been a thrill. What do you think about all these new people on the challenge though? Like it's so much. Yeah. It's so many new people at once. Usually I don't like that. I think they have enough good vets that it's fine. Like it's working so far for me. 
Um, also, like, the deliberations have been... Like, so far, the challenge, obviously, it's only two episodes in, but, like, I like it. Sometimes when there's, like, too big of an alliance, it gets annoying. So, like, I need someone to, like, break it up a little bit. But also, some of the new people are athletic. Yeah, I'm really into Ed. <laughs> did you watch The Circle? Uh, I did watch The Circle, but I... Like I, when he came on last week and they he looks the different. circle, I was like, I don't remember him, but I did watch the circle. He was there with his mom. If you recall, he came in towards the end of season one and he didn't win obviously, but yeah, no, I, I like that. He's him. like, I know I sound like I'm like, you know, an idiot, but I actually am an Ivy league engineer. And then he dominated the elimination. I'm like all in on, on Ed. I really like him. Um, I also like that. He was like, yeah, of course I'm getting put up. Like I got yeah. here late. No one knows me. I'm not mad about it. I, I think I should be put up. He's clearly a fan. Like he knows how it goes. I, I enjoy it a lot. I like Ed. I'm not a Fessy fan, although I do think he's like super athletic. I'm just not a fan of his. Um, <laughs> I think Nelson's really hard not to like. There have been a, a few seasons where he's gotten crazy and I'm like, Nelson. <laughs> Nelly. But yeah, but I like him. Uh, I love Corey. I feel you like do? Seen, yeah, I feel like we've seen him like grow up so much from like his first mm. season on to now. I get. I mean, like, yeah, he's so much more chill. He's not trying to fuck seventeen girls. Like he's he's definitely matured. Yes, he has. I agree. He has matured. I think he started very low, so there was a lot yeah, of room for yeah, growth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's fine. Corey, Nelson, Fessy, that whole friendship or former friendship. I'm like, you guys are kind of the B team. Like, you're not that good at this game, but like, you no. just are, you keep coming back. Well, I think Fessy is because, I no, like, I think he's hard to beat. I don't his think strategy his social is game, so shitty, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His social game's not great. He's just way bigger and stronger than people. So it, he gets away with it to a certain point, um, even though he's. Has got he's gotten to the finals twice and hasn't won. I know. Devin is always so much fun to watch. I love Devin. I do really miss Leroy and Cam. Like I was hoping we'd get at least one of them. Well, they retired. I think she would come back. Cam did it. Leroy did. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I I watch their YouTube content all the time. I watched like a really long video of them picking out a mattress once. Uh, They're just so cute. They moved to Houston. They're like they're like the first couple of reality TV. I just also. Talk about growth and evolution. I mean, Leroy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. From Vegas fuckboy to Barber in Houston is wiped up. Those people are hard to, like, not cheer for. Oh, my God. I would do, like, anything for Leroy. I would take a bullet for him. Honestly, if Leroy and Cam (laughs) break up, I would get really upset. I honestly would just Just be like, there's no hope for anyone. (laughs) I do think it's missing a little OG. Like, they have Anissa and that's it. Like, I would have loved to CT, have... CT, but he's barely been on it. Oh, CT. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, you're right. He's They barely showed him. So he'll have more of a presence. He's trying to... He, has, he literally has to lay low. Otherwise, he'll get thrown in really early. So he always lays low in the beginning. And it's that's paid off for him. Like, he keeps fucking winning. I know. Um, which also, I'm like, if I I think he's at the point now where he's like, I'm just going to keep going till I lose. He looks really good. Oh, my God. I was just I like... I feel like he's taken it more seriously the past yes. two seasons and gotten in better shape. Yeah, he he's like no longer dad bod. Dad CT. bod. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's gotten rid of it. But even like his hair, just like his skin look good. Just like CT, like did he stop drinking? Like what's going on here? Yeah, I don't know. I do love like the OG OG people. Although I watched the OG all like All Stars on. As uh, did I. 
Paramount Plus. Yes, of course. I thought it was good, but I was like, these people are old. Well, I mean, it's definitely, it must be crazy to be like, oh, I was on TV when I was like 23 and tiny. And now I'm like a real person with kids and like my body is yeah. just really different. Like, that must <laughs> but be there wild. were people I was impressed with on that, on that season that I'm like, they definitely could have like, obviously Derek can come back whenever he wants to. Sure. Uh, Darrell can come back. Um, Alton. Gosh, oh God. Yeah. Alton. What's, there's another guy. Oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. Latarian? No, I mean, he was fine, but he was definitely older. Like, you'd see yeah. that he had gotten older. Um, Nehemiah could come back. Kendall was amazing. I, I, I was really say, also, liked... we're just naming all all guys. Kendall well, and... you are. I, I mentioned Kendall. <laughs> Kendall and what's the other girl's name that did really, really well? I think... Kellyanne. She... Kellyanne. Yeah. Kellyanne could come back. Uh, I like Anissa, but, like, she's not good. But you need her. Like she, first of all, in that challenge, I talked about to, to talk to bananas about this. I was blown away by her challenge knowledge when they did the like trivia and she just knew the answer to fucking everything. Why? I was like, how? I was this like, how does life? She... I guess, but it's like a really long time. I don't it know. It is a long time. Also, I, <laughs> again, I watch all the seasons and I'm like, I don't know the answer to any of these. She was on the real world 20 years ago. Yeah. Like that's a long time ago. It's kind of crazy. But I like her personality in general. Her social game is usually good. She's smart her enough to like Tori go with the times. Surprises me. I like it. Yeah, Tori seems like a great time. The the um the person who cuts my hair looks so much like Tori. I can't. It's like when I go get my hair cut, it's very confusing. And then when I watch the show, I'm like, is that her? I really like Tori, although I feel like she's underperformed the past couple of seasons. I think that she's actually just not that very good. I, I mean, think yeah, that maybe she she's o- not. She overperformed before. And I think also now that she's not dating Jordan, Jordan, she's not training in the same way. Yeah, so. I could see that. I think Jordan made her better. Yes, at, he did. At he definitely challenges. did. At yeah. challenges, maybe not necessarily at life. I mean, also, he's Miss he's Jordan. I would like Jordan back on. I think Jordan's banned. I don't think he's allowed <gasps> back. Why? I think because of his previous um, racist episodes, like the thing that happened with Naya when he was on the challenge and started like making gorilla sounds at her, I think he's banned as a result. I was unaware that he was banned because of that. Also, Naya has forgiven him. Yes, they did like a whole Instagram live and everything. Yeah. But I think <laughs> I, uh, I actually thought that was cool. I thought the way they talked it out was cool and cool that she wanted to do that and was willing to. I mean, I thought that I liked it. You know, obviously, you should never be racist. And I don't know yeah. if I knew that he was racist. I thought he was just rude. Um, I but, think both. Yeah. I did, I don't think I knew about the racist part. But like, she wasn't the easiest person to deal with either. No, she wasn't. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, regardless, that doesn't make it okay to be racist. Doesn't I don't think I was, no. Yeah, I don't think I was aware of that. But yeah, he's. he's I think he's banned. God. Racist people, you guys are such good television. Just keep it in the fucking box. I mean, yeah, he, I, I think the challenge actually, unlike some other shows, they have a zero tolerance policy for a lot of the stuff. So if you fuck up, you get banned. And so, you know, at least they hold, they hold a lot of people to the same standard. I think for the most part, yeah, Camilla got away with like murder for a few years. But now she, but now I think she'd probably be banned as well. Oh no, she's not allowed back. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she was crazy. Yeah, but it took a couple missteps for her to get yeah. there. Yeah. yeah uh, they yeah. also always used to make people apologize in front of the whole house on the show. I know, which... 
<laughs> there used to be so many more fights. You can tell they drink less. They definitely still drink on this show. Like, Ashley was wasted this week, oh, obviously. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. But they definitely drink less. And that's the thing about also F-Boy Island. They didn't seem like they were drinking very much on F-Boy Island. So what do they do all day? I don't know. Maybe we, we need, just didn't see it. We need drunk television. Like, could Jersey Shore happen again? I don't know. No, I don't think so. Ugh. It's so entertaining. Oh, totally. But like, just people are too aware of what they're doing. I know. Even at the, even at the time, like Italian people were offended at like how the, this was like standing in for like Italian culture. It's a, it is just a really different landscape for reality TV, which was like kind of founded aside from the real world, sort of based upon making fun of people. So it's sort of it's just different now. I also think that um, like with social media, people just are over, overly, which is probably a good thing, are overly aware of like how something can affect them forever. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And and they, people go on it for a different reason. It's not just about like fun. It's just sort of like looking, you know, to get famous. Yeah, and, people, yeah people are very cognizant of like their brand. Yeah, absolutely. So it's just a different scene. But I, I think I, I like the Survivor people being on the challenge. I think they're like cut out for this. 100%. I love Emmy. Um, He's new. And (laughs) uh, I just want to note that Bananas and I were like, Anissa was wrong. The challenge Romania is not five months long. However, it is. Emmy really was on on Survivor for five months. Apparently in Europe, Survivor seasons are really long. (laughs) Five months? (sighs) I mean, I think they just do everything better over there. Oh my God. Literally everything. (laughs) Think of one... uh, uh, Never mind. Let's... Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I'm stopping. Okay, let's move on. This episode is brought to you by Pure Leaf Iced Tea. Go beyond reality with new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea and discover a berry delicious world bursting with unexpected blackberry flavor. A world so full of refreshing blackberry iced tea that you may never want to leave. But there's always time to linger. Try new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. Visit Amazon.com slash Pure Leaf and enter 20 Pure Leaf for 20% off your purchase of new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25000 miles on, I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, Tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. 
Real Housewives of Beverly Hills? Oh, it's so good. It is so good. It's just the Erica Jane show. And yeah. did Eric, what didn't, did not Erica Jane know? The By reason the way, why, yes. That's what I would like. To know? I, no. I, I'm happy they're not focusing on anything else. Matter of fact, when Garcelle did her Haitian dinner, which I love Haitian food, I was just like, wait, what? Fast forward. Where's, like, get back to Erica Jane. This isn't about you. This is um, only about Erica Jane right now. I, uh, I really, I really enjoy that they've managed to find a way to make these like discreet sit down parties that they have actually worthwhile. And like, it's killing New York, right? In addition to Ramona being horrible, but like the, all they can do for these two seasons of New York and Beverly Hills is like have dinner parties with the women because of COVID. And it's, you know, it's like pre-vax. It's like the it's what, what we all lived through. We all remember. And, and usually they're like so stupid. You're just like, okay, we get it. Like you can't do anything else. So you're just coming up with like these weird things to do each other's houses. But with Beverly Hills it actually works because they, this week on the show, Sutton called a meeting to talk about how everyone feels about Erica. And then they have a dinner party where they confront Erica and it's just great television. So I, good. I don't, and I can't believe Erica has like agreed to do it. And she keeps going. Yeah. Like if, and if you're Erica's lawyer, how are you not like get off the show? Well, her lawyer, you know, has moved on from her. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I think that there was a few things that he was like, you're putting yourself in the worst situation. Also, I heard that, um, or I heard, I read on some random Instagram thing that, Erica is going to the reunion and is ready to talk about anything and answer questions. And I'm just like, is that smart? I'm glad you're doing it. It's not smart. I'm happy. I'm happy to witness. Doesn't seem like you're like, I mean, all of it. There's things that she said that I've read in articles are already contradicting. I mean, it's, I think that like everything that Crystal and Sutton were saying of like things that don't add up make a lot of sense. It was funny to see Crystal and Sutton like aligning on being anti-Erica. <laughs> I weirdly love Crystal. I like her too. I also feel sorry for it. I don't I don't really feel sorry for her, but I I guess I like empathize. I feel like a lot of her struggles are really common and she's kind of open about them. Like the way she's talking about how she never shows off her body and like mm-hmm. all her eating issues. I feel like that's really, really relatable. She's weirdly the most relatable of, of these women. Well, maybe yeah. it's not weird. She's the newest, so she hasn't been disturbed yet by by the fame. Yeah, but also she's not over the top. Like Yeah. Doesn't wear that much makeup. By the way, you know who else is really relatable? Fucking Kathy Hilton. Like, in what world? I love Kathy Hilton. she started talking to, not last week, the week before, when she started talking about Ruth Chris, I was like, I don't know if I can like her more. I know. <laughs> I like, know. I'm like, in what world are you going to Ruth Chris? And you're talking about it like it's the best restaurant in the world. She's like, you know what I could go for? Ruth Chris. Mm, they have lobster mac and cheese. They have... Uh, barbecue shrimp like she was naming things that I know were on the Ruth Chris menu and was like dead serious about it like I also when they were like I've known her for five years I've known her six years she's like I don't know her at all don't know her at all like <laughs> I know she, that was so funny she is just so funny and I don't think she's being anyone but herself Oh my like god. She's not, I, I feel like totally. everyone else she doesn't is like give a shit. aware. Yeah. I, everyone else is even Crystal, who I love, is definitely aware of the cameras and is aware like there are certain things that I absolutely will not say, even if I feel them. 
Oh my God. Kathy has zero, like whatever's on her mind is coming out. Oh, also the way she dresses is so funny. Like it's she so dresses good. like, like she shops like exclusively at TJ like, Maxx. Yeah. TJ Maxx, which by the way, I also love TJ Maxx, but I, <laughs> I, I also, I like to get like home stuff there. Like great home stuff. <laughs> uh, also when Erica was like getting questioned and Kathy literally sat there the whole time, didn't say anything. And then was like, well, it's good practice. Like you're going to have to so go funny. through this again. So <laughs> like, it's just also none of them ever will say anything to her. Like they know that Except they can't for touch her. To Kathy? She, oh, to Kathy. Yeah. No, they want oh, to Kathy. Oh, no, 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 no. I feel like the girls have gotten into it with everyone, including Erica. They back down from Erica. They all seem a little bit scared of her. Yeah. But I was saying like, Kathy has done nothing to be intimidating. Like Erica gives intimidating vibes. She has since she's been on the show. Yeah. Very guarded, which also I'm like, kind of explains some things. Um, very private, whatever. Kathy is the exact opposite. And they're like, I'm never saying anything. Do whatever. You're the best person It's like ever. she's too authentic. They don't understand. It like, it like blows their mind. Too authentic and too like actually Doesn't care. Rich yeah. That I don't think any of them question her because they're like, you can't, there's not really anything you can do. Like she really is this wealthy and acts this way and she's just being herself. Yeah. <laughs> also, like, uh, I feel like if she didn't have money, they would like make fun of her but they can't because she's richer than them. Oh, totally. And she's like way more, she's actually like probably the most famous or at least among yeah. the most famous. Yeah. I, I really liked when uh, Dory was like, many women at this table have had lawsuits against them. <laughs> she's like, <laughs> particularly you, Dory. <laughs> I really hate like watching it. I'm like, God, I wish I was at the table. Like Beverly Hills makes me want to like be there. Yeah. And be able, because like Garcelle, I hate how, I feel like, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, I think everything that she said is valid. Even like the things that in the past where she was like, and I love Rena, but like. Me too, I love Rena. Her going after, like everything that she says makes sense. Mm -hmm. And somehow they like make it so that the girls see it differently. Yeah. I just was like, Erica seems really like sedated, right? Like I was just like, how is she so quiet and calm? I was like, is she on, on really intense? Yeah, really intensely, right? I thought the same thing. It was kind of weird. It wasn't, and it was just like not like she's ever been before, and like her voice was like so even. Low. There was yeah, there was no other explanation for it. By the way, she looked amazing. Her incredible outfit, great hair. <laughs> uh, I actually love the headband. Yeah, she looked amazing. <laughs> I saw on Instagram a video where Sutton and Garcelle were getting interviewed like about the episode mm. and they asked them questions and Sutton was like, I'm like 90% sure that Lisa Rinna told her that we met already because mm. there's just no way her she reaction was what it was. She was prepared. She knew what she was walking into. She was ready for the question. She was ready to like, she already knew who she was against going into that. So she already knew she was going to be upset with Rinna. I mean with uh, Sutton and Sutton also was like, also, I'm not mad at Rinna for doing that because yeah. guess what? If they were talking about Garcelle, I would have, if, if we all met to talk about Garcelle, I would on my way home call Garcelle and tell her this is what just happened. Yeah. I don't think that's bad of Rinna, honestly. No. Like, like should Erica walk into an ambush? No. No. I also thought that 
I, if I was Erica, I would be pissed at Kyle, which this would never be brought up. Hmm. But why would you not give me a heads up? I don't know. Kyle is just like, we'll do anything that the producers tell her, obviously. Yeah, maybe. I used to love Kyle. I don't, I don't anymore. It's upsetting. I, yeah, I, if I was Erica, I'd be pissed at Kyle. But I also think Dorit gets off the hook. Yes. I'm like, you were saying essentially the same stuff Sutton was saying in a different way. <laughs> and then you get there and you're like, we don't want to pry. We don't like what? No. And then when Garcelle was like, that's not what you were saying. I saw an interview after the episode with uh, Dorit too, where she was like, I have no idea where that came from. It was really shitty. And I'm like, we saw well, it, Dorit. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, well, it came from you saying all of those things and then saying you didn't say them. That's where it came from. And you threw Sutton completely under the bus. And in the interview, Sutton was like, you know what? I'm fine with taking it because I was the one that like got everyone together. I'm the one that had the issues, but like, I wasn't the only one. I, I didn't like Sutton when she had the fight with Crystal over the, like what happened in Crystal's room. I just thought like they both came off really badly, but now I I'm like Sutton actually has her shit together. Sutton's a boss and she's sort of like protecting herself and I respect it. Yeah. I think it's also, um, I don't know who, oh, I think Lisa Rinna said this and I, I generally like Lisa Rinna when Sutton was like, I, I'm more important than Erica Jane right now <laughs> to me. And like in the grand scheme of things, like she's like, I'm friends with her because I'm on the show. She's not like a lifelong yeah. friend of mine. I don't feel like I need to be loyal to her. And Lisa was like, well, you know, that's really honest. And I was like, <laughs> it, it, is. it is. Yeah. And like, I can appreciate that from Sutton. Cause like, <laughs> too. if I've been on a show for a year and a half, two years, like I probably, if my, if my lawyer told me, it's probably not a good idea for you to hang out with this person right now. <laughs> and if I had something, if I had a valuable reputation, if I had money, if I didn't want to get caught up in this at all, because by the way, the stuff that Tom was doing is like the highest level of uh, atrociousness. It's disgusting. Yeah. Like I'm listening to my lawyer. I don't really know you that well, Erica. And by the way, you haven't been like super duper kind and like warm, fuzzy to me. Yeah. And like, what else? What else is she hiding? I think Sutton's point about like, how do you not know if there's $20 million going into your LLC is very well taken. And Erica being like, it was all hidden from me. It's like, why don't you take a little bit more accountability? And I don't know if that's true. Like that's embarrassing. Yeah. Also it was in your name. So like you had to be somewhat aware. And Erica does not come across dumb at all, which I thought no. was a great point by Sutton. Like you're either smart or you're dumb. Right. And right. like, you can't be smart all the time. And then now you're dumb. And Dorit said this, which, you know, she's throwing Erica under the bus, even though, you know, she completely backtracked on everything she said, but you had never mentioned marital issues. You had never mentioned a head injury. You've never like, and you know, Dorit was like, everything that we knew is not what was actually happening. Yeah. The, I think she said diametrical opposite. So, (laughs) I mean, like, I'm just like, how does that not raise red flags to you? That like, even things that don't even matter, like the mistresses and all of that, like if you guys supposedly are such good friends and you didn't know anything. Erica's a really, really weird person. Like, obviously we already knew that, but like, she just seemed, it's just like, who is Erica Jane? Like, I I don't, I don't know. I do think Erica Jane is a bit of a survivor. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. And so that's what makes me think that she knew because mm-hmm. 
I think it's in her to just survive. And right, just to get by. I don't think that, you know, it's not fair. I don't think she's had like the easiest life ever. And this, you know, I don't think that she made Tom do this. I don't think her extravagant lifestyle made Tom do this. I think Tom had provided her that. And then it just obviously escalated and Tom kept pushing. But she had also mentioned in previous episodes that she hadn't spoke to Tom at all. Right. Now all of a sudden he calls her every night. She also mentioned, um, what did she say? Apparently Garcelle brought that up again. This has come out since or brought up the, like the phone calls because producers told her to, that's what she's saying now. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, It it happened off camera. Yeah. I saw that. It's, it's fascinating that this is how this is playing out. It's it's pretty shocking, like seriously, that Erica's lawyers were like, sure, go on the show. I mean, they probably told her not to, but she I guess she needs the money, right? Like oh, yeah. she, she, does, doing she does need to make money. I, I think that her lawyers probably said go on the show, but you can you have to say you can't comment on stuff. And then she started commenting and then they were like, All right, we're out. We're out, yeah. We can't help you if you're gonna do this. Oh yeah. She also said that she had been summoned before, like in the past, like she had there had been lawsuits against her. She'd be like, Tom, what's going on? And he'd be like, don't worry about it. Like at some point, if that happens a few times, like I'm probably going to look into it. Yeah. You're going to ask some questions. Yeah. To Lisa's point. Yes. If Seth brought home papers and was like, sign this, I would, I probably would skim it. Like look at it a little bit. There's no chance that I'm just signing it and walking away. I'd be like, what is this? And he'd tell me, and if it's 40 pages and he tells me what it is, I'm not reading 40 pages. I'm probably just going to sign it. I trust him. So like, yes. That's good. It's your husband. (laughs) So so like, yeah, I guess that I I agree with Rinna. Like there's probably stuff that every wife and husband, by the way, because I have Seth signed shit all the time, um, have their significant other sign and you just do it because you're you trust you're in a partnership and you trust them. But after I've been sued seven times and I've heard things about you, and supposedly you have mistresses and you're lying about things, I'm probably not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, completely. I mean, I think Kyle, though I don't like her, she, you know, she made a good point. Greed makes people act crazy. And clearly this just all became about the money. And just like it's just but it's just so horrible. It's just so crazy. And and now Tom, I mean, who knows what's actually going on with him and his 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 health deterioration. Yeah. Also, how strongly all of them felt about coming across not supporting or coming across in support of what Tom's doing versus supporting Erica. I'm like, you guys sure did a 180 because everything you see on social media is like. I don't even they have wolf pack or whatever. Yeah. Like it's not, it's not a good look for them. No, it's really not. And like, it actually makes Garcelle and Sutton look amazing. I don't know where Crystal stands in all of this. Well, that's another reason why I like seems her. Very logical in general. So yeah, yeah, totally. She seems pretty smart. I think also like Rena saying like, we know who you are, Erica. We know who you are. It's also like just a bad look, but I think that I would want to like be on my friend's side at first, but then would probably as more and more stuff came out would back away. I don't know. I, I think that also, but like the Rinna, Kyle and Dory seem like they will do really anything for the cameras. Like if it like behooves the show, they think it's like good for them. And I, I, I like Rinna a lot, but I think that they also just kind of like go along with what's good for t- good for TV. Whereas like, it seems like Sutton it's and made Crystal, the show. Yeah. Which makes yeah. the show good. Yeah. yeah. I also, I think that I would 100% be on my friend's side, um, but I would have a very Garcelle stance of like, 
if your husband did this, then fuck him. Yeah. I want to believe you, but there are things that like you would have to answer for me to have like a blind loyalty to you. And if you answer those questions and it makes sense, I will, but I want to be very clear if you did have a part of this, I don't know if I, I, I actually know I, I couldn't be friends with you anymore. This is a yeah, mistake. Of course that, not. It's not a one-time mistake. This is a 10, a decade long mistake where you're longer than that. It's yeah, like, this is what they're talking about on the show, that. but definitely yeah, longer, yeah. probably longer than that. Um, where you're taking from like the most marginalized communities. I, I can't, I cannot, I'm, I'm not okay with that. So yeah. like I would be on the, my friend's side, but I would have to make that exp- explicit in front of the camera, behind the camera, whatever. Yeah. It's like you're stealing from the most vulnerable people and yeah. like taking advantage of them. It's horrible. Great television though. Watch the real house <laughs> <of> Beverly Hills. <laughs> also, if you haven't watched Hustler Housewife and the Housewife. Yeah. Ha- yeah. Housewife and the Hustler. Hustler and the Housewife. Whatever it is. It's on Hulu. Pretty Check damning. It Check yeah. it out. After Gives you, you finish Love Island. Gives you a lot of background information. Um, last show of the day. Recommendation for you, Callie, and for you, listener. Issa Rae's new show that she, she executive produced on HBO Max is called The Sweet Life, Los Angeles. It's about a group of friends living in Black Beverly Hills. So like, and not only exclusively, but sort of like, it's kind of, it's cool. Like each person is identified by their neighborhood and there's a big emphasis on LA. So it's like people who live in Crenshaw, Watts, um, Inglewood. It's like, uh, it's like real life black, insecure. It's, yeah. It's like black LA. Yeah. It's like, it's kind of like real life insecure crossed with like, you know, like the Hills kind of thing. It's really, yeah. I, I really liked it. Um, it's also interesting. Like it made me feel really old, which is a current theme for me in my life. But um, seeing also like a pandemic TV show and like seeing how like these like young 20 people, 20 year olds or they're like 24 or whatever, like are still hanging out and stuff during the pandemic I enjoyed. And it's just, you know, I love, I love a reality show about a friend group. So who says now? Yeah, I'm excited to check it out. One of my friends, also Juliet and I have talked about this show like five times maybe now at this point. Never said this to her, so I don't don't know why I waited till now to say it. But uh, one of my friends is a producer on the show and oh. one of the characters uh, I used to work with. Oh, which um, one? Gerald. Oh yeah, he comes off great on the show. Very cute. Uh, yeah, he is cute. Um, so I'm super excited to watch. He's in a long-term relationship on the show with Cheryl. Yes. So she's, pretty, I, she's really pretty. I'm excited to watch for multiple multiple reasons. I, when I lived in LA, I would say like 80% of my friend group like fits this description. <laughs> so any of them could have been casted. I'm really excited to like see what it's like. Also in general, I like Issa Rae, so... Totally. Also, it's smart. It reminds me of like when Desperate Housewives and the OC were on and then Real Housewives of Orange County and Laguna Beach started. Like this is sort of like real life insecure kind of thing. And like it makes sense to have them go together. Also, is there a show, a friend group show, reality television, black people? Not like this. No. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's like really overdue. Yeah. It's great. Um, I... I really enjoyed it. It's also like cool, like LA show. If you've lived in LA, I feel like it's just like cool the way they use the city as like a character, which is like huge often said about New York, but done really well in this show. And I, I just enjoyed it. I watched the first two. I recommend it also only 30 minutes, which is so great. We really need more short reality shows. Um, Issa Rae is really into the 30 minute format. Well, I, I, I respect her because we need more 30 minute shows that are actually high quality. So yeah, Check it out. And then we'll talk about it next week. 
Yay. We'll be I'm more excited episodes to watch. Um, thanks so much for listening. Catch us on Bachelor Party on Thursdays as well. I'm doing Tuesdays and Thursdays for Paradise this next few weeks. And we will talk to you soon. Adios. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.